and not less than 24 hours later because you didn't get a dirt sheet bullshit wink to the camera. I'm going to eviscerate and just you know, pull the hood up and just tell all the dirty secrets and all the dirty lies and call out Seth Rollins by name. Just because you didn't get that and you didn't get everything that you wanted, you call him PG Punk and you say, this isn't the CM Punk. He's um, washed, doesn't want to be there. Fuck you, yeah, dude. Yeah, thank you, you. Suck. Here comes trouble. It's me, it's me, it's that answer to TTG rolling once again with that BT double big trouble of Bishop taking up the whole screen. And you got myself, Nikki the Good, and we are the Meat Pop Express. And boy, do we have a jam-packed episode yet again for you because the wrestling world has been shocked to its core yet again with the return to professional wrestling for the 95th time in the last three years is C. M Punk, Big Trouble, I need your first impressions of the voice of the voiceless coming back to our so television. I was I was on my way back from WrestleCade and and I don't condone doing this, folks, but I was watching Survivor Series in my car. Whatever. I had it post I had it posted up driving down a long highway from North Carolina all the way back to Ackworth, Georgia. And I was watching I, I thought it was over. I thought it was over. I saw the lower third come up. I saw the, you know, all rights reserved WWE watch on Peacock, all this good stuff. And then all of a sudden you heard the, st- they did the zoom out and the static hit. And I don't think there has been a bigger pop in recent memory than what we heard on Saturday night. That pop was insane. Yeah. Insane. No, I totally agree. That pop is definitely, it, 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 you know, you're going to get the goal of oh, this pop was crazy. This was legitimately like Hardy Boys level, like WrestleMania 33. Austin Parks, there. the Red Sea. I was there at that yep. one. That pop was insane in Providence, Rhode Island. And the thing is, like 33 is a is a stadium. This is not. This is you know. This is this is the big dog. This is Chicago. This is his hometown. And that arena brings the heat. And I, oh, yeah. I find it funny how this guy he just lines up Chicago for like his greatest moments. It's, it's crazy. A- how it's been so perfect for him has worked out for CM Punk every single time, every time. And I got to say, man, um, you know, like initial first impressions, I'm happy he's back. I got to say it, you know, he's listen, he's a tough guy to like, he's a tough person mm-hmm. to like for whatever reason. He probably knows that about himself. You know what I mean? He probably knows it, right? He probably knows he ruffles people with the wrong feathers, but that's part of the reason why he's so successful. But damn, for some reason, this dude just brings in the views. People want to know what he's doing, what he has to say. They want to hear him talk. They want to hear, they want him on their television screen. It's a great time to be a pro wrestler. And boy, is WWE on fire right now. Oh, they are. They they absolutely are. They've got Randy Orton back, obviously CM Punk, Jade Cargill, Cody's on fire, LA Knight's on fire, the Judgment Day's on fire. When it comes to CM Punk, and everybody's, you know, you got all these people online talking about, oh, it's only a matter of time before he has another meltdown. Oh, why are you bringing a cancer in the locker room, this, that, or the other? Folks, he, is the, he has the number one t-shirt in AEW and WWE right now he is the number one t-shirt in two companies right now 
He's has the most social media. He has the he has the two highest social media engagement posts in WWE and AEW. What? It, it's a business, folks. We it's have- a business. It's not. It's not who's going to be friends with somebody else. Have you ever worked at a job and liked every single person that you've worked with? Every single person you got along with, your friends with, you have a beer after work with. Every person, most likely, absolutely not. If you actually worked in the real world, you don't. So it, it people aren't going to like them. You're not going to like everybody. Give it a break. But but you know what? Nick Khan, Triple H, they get it. This is a business. They're here to make money. They're not here to make everybody feel good and make sure you have all your best friends around you at all times. And we're singing Kumbaya around the campfire. No, that's not the case. It's not the case. It's money making. They bought by Endeavor. They're a bona fide business. And that's what's important. It's not, it's not the friendships and the love and the and all that. It is absolutely all about the dollar bills and CM Punk brings them. And you said it best, man. And I'll, and I'll say uh, a line that we've said many times in this podcast. It's one of my favorite lines in the business from Eric Bischoff. Controversy creates cash. And CM Punk is just straight up controversy. Absolutely. That's what he is. He brings in numbers. I'm actually, personally, I didn't, as much as I'm, I'm fully aware of how big of a star he is, he has blown away the expectations of me, of him, as far as being a star. Mm-hmm. He has legitimately exceeded them because what he did, those numbers, those raw social media numbers, right? That is n- another level to be doing that, to own the entire space. And listen, it's about controversy. And before we get into CM Punk, the rest of the show, because this show is going to be primarily about CM Punk. Listen, with Punk, we're going to talk about Orton. We'll talk about Survivor Series. We'll get into the things we liked about. We're going to be talking about moving on into Rumble season because you basically have started the WrestleMania season. But when we're talking controversy specifically, there was so much controversy being reported because Ben, you put out you uh, you know you put out a little video talking about QT Marshall. Right, Michelle. talking about talking about some of the dirt sheet stuff going on with all these rumors and innuendos and all this stuff. What do you got to say? What the hell is going on with these wrestling journalists? No, I, and you know, and, and these, these general these, rumors and, and, around pro wrestling. And this and this isn't a personal attack to any of them on their on their character. And I actually officially met Sean Ross Sapp at WrestleCade this weekend. Very nice guy. We did took the political picture together where we're shaking each other's hand. But you know, Nick Houseman, SRS, Dave Meltzer, well, ringside news is on another level. I, I can't compare these guys to them respect them. Though. They're not no, no. Yeah, I was yeah. But it's just we're throwing shit at a fan and we're seeing what sticks. It's like, I mean. Are we playing baseball? Are we supposed to be right 30% of the time? Like, where are these sources coming from? Tell me where your sources are. Because I could give, I could give you right now what the real story is, but I'm not going to because I'm not, the, I'm not a dirt sheet guy. But I'm not going to say anything. But listen, wh- wh- where are we getting all this information, all this misinformation, and why are we posting it? Why are we posting it? I, like, I, like, if you watch my video, folks, you watch it. I can just say, what I said is just as credible as what all these guys are saying. Might as well just say he, did, he was a QT Marshall's damn scar and, and Chad Khan's Mufasa and, the, and now the owner of Pride Rock is Tony Khan. It's the same thing as saying everything you guys are saying. Do you think for one second, think about this, think about what's being reported, that he's leaving because Tony Khan wants to move to more of a New Japan pro wrestling style content. And that's how where he wants his company to go. A guy getting paid as much as QT Marshall's getting paid, basically the number two in AEW. 
Bowers, he's, he's going to leave over a subtle creative difference. He's going to leave that money on the table. Think about this, folks. And it's the same thing when it comes to the NWA. The same exact thing. When people are reporting that NWA lost their TV deal because old Sinister Minister wanted to have a little disco dust, a fake disco dust on, on the on the pay-per-view, and then all of a sudden they sign NXT a week later, that that's not how TV rights deals work, folks. It's not how it works. Think about it. Just use your head. Use your head. There's no way I, that would have happened. I think what gets me the most is that if you're going to call yourself a journalist like that, like you may as well just throw that word out the window because a journalist is someone who literally you, you are putting your career on the line. If you are wrong, legitimately one time, that's what true journalism is back in the day. And I'm old enough to know, I know a few journalists, you watched them growing up, that when they had one blunder, one miss on air, they were canned, it was over. Mm -hmm. Because once you lose the public's trust, you cannot get it back. In the wrestling business, though, journalists can just say whatever the hell they want. That's why Betty and I created this show, so that we could just say whatever we want and have no accountability for it whatsoever. No, no accountability. No, no accountability whatsoever. But you see where we're getting half this is why we this is why we like talking about it to an extent, but it also it's frustrating because why the hell are we just putting this stuff online? You're just you're creating dialogue based off something that doesn't even exist. Like for example, I I myself I have the scoop on QT Marshall. Like no one has this scoop, Ben. But like mm-hmm. me, I have it and I and I don't care about talking about it, right? I got my sources, right? So basically what happened is that QT Marshall and Tony, you know, they were they were they were in on mm-hmm. it, you know, they were best of buds working together, right? But then Tony found out that QT was leaking stuff to the sheets. He was leaking stuff to the sheets behind behind the scenes, right? And you know, Tony Tony ended up sending QT and a few other guys from the back to a bathhouse and they're like, "Yo, QT, what are you what's going on here? Why don't you what's going on here? You are are you wearing a wire?" You wearing a wire? You got a wire or something? Are you are you reporting into the dirts? You talking to Sean Ross? You talking or, or or are you talking to Trips? You know you're feeding him our information. Of course, QT he denied the whole thing. He denied the whole thing. So what happened? Tony took a little trip. Tony Khan showed up at his house, his house with his, you know, and was like, "I gotta take a shit." He was like, "Tony's like, I gotta take a shit. I gotta go to the bathroom." Goes upstairs, check the cigar box. What do you think was there? Tell him. Liar. Oh. <laughs> he caught QT wow. red-handed with wow. the le- with the device to leak the information to the sheets. And now he's whacked. Now he's gone. You guys thought that he was leaving because of creative differences. It's not. He got caught with the wire. He was and he leaking. Was, and he was leaking informant information to Triple H. That's what happened. Wow. Wow. Whoo! That's what happened, folks. Man, that could be a that could be a hit TV show on HBO if I ever heard one. Man, it could. Wow, Tony's wow. a good, no. Tony's a good name for a lead character. Too. Tony's a good Tony's a very good name for a lead character. And actually, oh wait, this just in too. What? Oh, what? whoa, whoa! Actually, oh my God. Um, QT Marshall is actually he's leaving AEW, and this this is crazy, folks. This is I I I, I have I, again. I'm not going to tell you my sources, but this I just found this out. Just heard from a good friend of mine. What do you got? That he from Southern California. He's actually leaving AEW. He's selling out, and he's joining the X Blades. 
He's joining the X, oh. but he's leaving AEW, you know, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, AEW, where they do it just for the wrestling. He, but he's going to take the money with X Blades, taking the sponsorship. That's right. Wow. That's wow. pretty crazy. Man. That is, that, uh, I never thought he would do that. I, I never, never thought, thought he'd sell so out. I, I thought he I thought he got my 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 source obviously is a different source than your source, but I guess if this if it's a source, it's right. God, we have so many sources. It's really so many sources about sources. QT, you know, about QT Marshall and everything they, else that's they, going on in professional so many, wrestling. So many sources. Um, yeah, and everyone had CM Punk not returning. Then they had him return. Yeah, yeah, and all you all you doofuses on YouTube that were calling me out, calling me a liar, saying stop building a channel based on lies. Who had it right? Who had it right? You absolute basement dwelling losers. All of you, every single one trying to call me out. And I know who you are, Mike. I know you are who the yeah, new, Mike. Melanium. Melani. Yeah, I looked at I looked at some of your videos today, Lonnie. I was looking at them. Yeah, they suck, dude. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. And you were wrong. Talk about the lies I'm spreading. You're spreading the lies. Stop soaking cigarettes in public and putting it on YouTube. It sucks. Content sucks. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Exactly. Mike. On YouTube. And, and Lonnie. Person. You too, Lonnie. And Lonnie, the other person. You all stink. Any of you haters out there dropping mean stuff in our comments. Look what we Screw did. you, man. Look who got it right. Us! We, we did! Got it right. We got it right. And here's a little producer. Now, you know how I knew that CM Punk was going to come back at the very end of that show? Like, And I'm talking like literally about three seconds before his music hit. They were not panning out. Like... They have they have ended shows with close ups in the ring. Mm -hmm. I understand it was war games, but there is no point in doing that pan out. Once no. they did the pan out, I was like, that fucking thing is gonna hit because they yep. want the over. They want they the over. see it because you lose you you lose the visual you want if you're panned in on like Randy and them. Right? There's yep. six. There's five people in the ring. Like you're mm -hmm. losing the visual you want for the moment, right? They'll oh, have yeah. they'll have it in B-roll, obviously, but for the actual live shot, you want the low, you want the CM Punk logo to pop up. You want the fans to rise. You want to see everyone rise in the. The ones I yep. saw that and like listen, that three seconds, two seconds, it was is like an eternity in my brain. But I knew I was like, if there's any chance he's coming back, it's because they're doing this shot right now. Like this is where I, I mm -hmm. held on open. I was like, I'm not gonna turn off until I say. And it was. God, dude, and it, we saw that just everybody kind of down, and immediately everybody stood up, and that place came unglued. Yeah, let's talk really quick about the reaction to it. Let's talk about the the in inside the ring reaction to it because that's been really talked about by a lot of the a lot of the dirt sheets everyone's trying to figure out what what does this what does this mean and i think we both have an opinion on it but nick I'll let you go first what do you my opinion what, what, on it is i think they're all professionals and i think mm -hmm. i know i think they know exactly what they're doing in the moment when you're in wwe and like you know this may may be seen as a shot at AEW you're not pulling that bullshit with Triple H behind there you're not pulling that bullshit on those guys right mm -hmm. like Seth Rollins knows what he's doing mm -hmm. he's a company man and he it doesn't matter how much he hates CM Punk whether he does in real life or not again i don't even know i don't even know i could be being worked forever and that's fine with me i like being worked i'm a fan that's why i like that's why i watch the show I think they all knew exactly what they were doing. Mm -hmm. I think they know that all the fans are going to have their phones, even if they yep. weren't clued in. Yep. They didn't exactly. know the music was going to hit. They're such professionals now. They work with top of the line people, top of the line producers, people who've been doing in the business forever. When that music hit, they immediately can register. Yep. 
people are not expecting me to be happy he's here. Mm-hmm. What can I do to get myself over right now? What can I do to get myself trending? What can I do to further the storyline that everyone in the locker room is against him? And if you notice Punk's promo, he said everyone's happy for him to be there. I think he said that intentionally. I think he, he said everyone's happy, and then he said except except a few. And he yeah, said that subtly. He said he's setting up, he's setting up the match and everything like that. But what no, do you it's think, it's perfect. I I I agree. I think I think yeah. Is there animosity between the two? Probably a little bit. I bet there's some. And I bet there's been some history there and we don't know, we don't know all the, all the inside outs cause we don't care about it. You know, they, your personal guy, they, they're, they're guys, they, the testosterone's flowing. Maybe they just don't like each other. Who knows? Who knows? But I know, like you said, Seth Rollins is not a dumb guy. He's been in the WWE system since what, 2010, maybe 2009, mm-hmm. 2010. Um, and obviously it was in ring of honor before that he's been doing this forever over 20 years. And he knows in this day and age, as soon as that music hit, people are looking at Seth Rollins because of that promo he cut with Nick Houseman at SummerSlam or wherever it was last year for whatever it was. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows the cameras are out, like you said, and people are clued in on him, on his reaction. And he did the – he – I think he is this little work shoot, whatever you want to call it, perfect reaction because now the investment is there. Everybody's invested in these two. And then the next night on a, on a house show, you know, it doesn't really matter. Not TV. He's caught another promo about it and he's caught. And then CM Punk says the line about it and they're subtly doing it without ever coming face to face or touching. And then there was the rumor backstage that he had to be escorted by triple H and Michael Cole to the back. I bet you that was leaked too. I bet you they wanted them to know that they want, of and maybe, course. and maybe he did, maybe. So it looked real. Maybe it happened. Maybe he, we, they, they had the whole thing, you know, coerced together. Like, Hey, let's, let's, so in case we have a, you know, we have a rat, we have a, uh, what a rat in the hen house or whatever the hell the, the saying is, but you know, a wolf, a wolf, a wolf in the hen house. Yeah. Sure. Maybe rats cause problems too, but we're, you know, we already, we already talking about rat. We're, I'm a pro, I'm a pro rat guy, pro rat, the animal, not the human beings, but I think that this was all this is all part of a master plan because we're gonna get a because re- we obviously know what the main event we well we we are pretty ninety five percent sure we know the main event of WrestleMania we know Cody Roman they're on a collision course right what's gonna be night one it doesn't seem like Rock's gonna be there it doesn't seem like Cena's gonna be there like we tried to predict and we got a hundred percent wrong. But because we're going to admit it, we're going to admit it. But for the record, the show was us fantasy booking. the yeah, True, true, true. So that was our fantasy, but we did because we didn't we didn't know this was going to happen. Um, but yeah, so I think they're setting up for a huge, huge night one main event. WrestleMania yeah. with CM and, Punk and Seth Rollins. And listen, man, I mean, it's awesome. Like, and, you know, Seth, Seth was dropping F-bombs. He got right in front of the camera, right in everyone's point of view. Yeah, right? he was dead center. He knew where exactly where he was going to stand. Dead Saying center. things you wouldn't say in, in any type of business setting, right? And, like, that's how you would expect Seth to act. But what you got to think is, like, dude, Seth is a made man. He's mm. married to Becky Lynch. His spot is not compromised. No. If anything, you know what this is for Seth Rollins? The best thing that could have ever happened to him. Because Absolutely. I'm Seth Rollins, and I'll say it here. I'm getting rid of this dumb, pointless gimmick that, in my opinion, is doing a disservice to him. Yeah. His best gimmick was when he was the architect with J&J. 
Yep. This thing, I think it's run its course. We had some fun with the song. Let's get back to Seth Rollins being something else. And mm-hmm. this, I hope Punk brings out that side of him because I don't think this Joker, like, like macho man, weird, macho man, weird, weird, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like, it doesn't have longevity, mm-hmm. right? And I think Seth has proven that he could reinvent himself. He did, you know, he can reinvent. I, I'm looking for the next version of Seth Rollins, and I think it's about to come out, and I think it could be his best one. And he will be elevated as high as he's ever been. I mean, oh, I'm absolutely. sorry. This is the biggest match of his career. I don't give a damn about any world. Oh, no, yeah. That. I don't think he's officially had. He hasn't had an official main event at WrestleMania yet. I don't think so. I think that's I the mean, thing. 31, he came in and he cashed. That's it. He cashed it. But that, yeah, technically, I guess technically, but not really. He hasn't had an advertisement. He hasn't because Roman's been in all the main events. So it's impossible. He's in all the main events. And when he, when he had the title, he lost to Brock right. in the first match of the show. So, so there you go. No, I, I mean, think about it, folks. He waited to do all that when people were near him too. He waited until like, it was going to be a big schmoz. You know, he heard the, he heard the music, you know, there are people just standing around in the ring. You know what I did find weird though, is like after this big, you know, big blow off war games match, you're kind of just walking around the ring, even with like the judgment day, just standing next to like Jay. And I know. <laughs> like, Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Just get out of the ring or something. Um, yeah, but we'll pretend that didn't happen. We'll pretend that it doesn't happen. <laughs> Outside of Seth, what programs are you looking forward to? With yeah, Seth? I mean, right now in WWE, we are finally back to the point where we have like a plethora of stars. Legit because, stars. Like what it used to be in the Attitude Era when, they, when it was Rock, Austin, Triple H, Mankind, Undertaker, Kane, Big Show, Jericho, Benoit. All these stars that you had. Angle too. I forget forgetting about it. I mean, there's there's so many that you can just plug and play, right? You can just put all these guys in main events, and it, and it believe well. Now we can, we're gonna have the same. We're the same level. Roman, Cody, L.A. Knight, C.M. Punk, Randy Orton, Jey Uso, Finn, uh, Damian, Damian Priest. It, it, I mean, the list goes on here. Uh, Rollins. The list just goes on, and and everybody is. And now let me get to the next one. Drew, dude. Drew, now he is becoming more interesting. What what's his motive now? Overnight, overnight, yep. Drew McIntyre, for the most part, his runs in WWE, they've never really found exactly what his character should mm-hmm. be. I personally think he looks like. I mean, he looks creator, like one of the best ever. Create a pro wrestler, right? Create a wrestler. Six but, five, big, but, burly. But let's talk about it. Like he has there's been a disconnect with what he should be when he was the guy, he was a baby face and he was in front of nobody, not his fault. That right? sucked. Yep. So too bad. He was a three MB, all this other stuff. He's the Scottish guy, but like now it's, there's something different about, and you, and like, I care what he has to say because yep. finally, you know, and I know, and we're two guys with chip, chips on our shoulders. We'll mm-hmm. say it out loud. Sure you do. don't think I got a chip on my shoulder? You, you ain't fucking paying attention. <laughs> what I'm going to say is this. Drew McIntyre has, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He sure in does. real life. And you're starting to hear it in his promos. And that is something I can relate to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just like you said, looking at him, he looks like a professional wrestler. He just looks, he looks the part. He's, he looks like a mean son of a bitch, a big, burly, long hair, beard. You know, he's got the accent. He's got, 
I'm, I'm telling you, it, this is better than like, you know, the sword swinging, like baby face, smiling, Drew McIntyre. We sword. don't need it because here's the thing with the sword. Never going to use a sword in a match. You're never going to, you're going to kill somebody with a sword in a wrestling match. So let's just not use this. Let's not bring the sword out. I've right. done that. Um, if you're not, just... if you're not going to use the thing you're bringing out to the ring, just don't take the thing out to the ring. Don't yeah. take the thing out like, to the what ring. What are you, fucking King Arthur? What are you doing? Yeah, we don't. It, it's, it, let's get to the realism back. Let's get that back. Come on, Drew. Look at him. He's a legit badass, man. He's a, he is a he just a beast of a human being. And now, like again, he knew he knew people, he knew as soon as that match was over, he went storming to the back. And then you know, he stormed into his car, all that. These guys are playing they're you playing had the dirt all sheets. These professionals they're doing it. their job to perfection. Like, look at like we said this last week too about Jay Uso when he you know, that little subtle look he gave Cody when he announced it was gonna be Randy Orton. He know he that that. That's not like, you know, right dead center of the of the uh, camera. He's not doing that right in the dead center of the ring. He's doing it off to the side, but he knows it's going to be picked up. He knows, gonna, knows someone's going to see it because this day and age, everybody sees everything. Everyone sees. And, and there's no, not, no stone goes unturned in a wrestling ring. And these guys are getting it. The best of the best, they're getting it. That these little, little facial expressions, these moments, the things that aren't caught on the main camera are going to go, are going to get picked up. And they're figuring it out. Yeah. And I also want to bring it back to just the Survivor Series, the actual show itself. Um, WWE, man, they're just doing everything that I as a fan want. And that includes the length of the show. There's only yep. five matches. And that's how it should be. Just under three hours. Stay, brother, I'm not looking to sit here and watch your your New Japan style wrestlings. And I'm talking about AEW here. I'm not trying to stay up to one o'clock in the morning and watching 45 minute matches. I'm no. done by, by 11. I want to be out by 11 and I want to be able to spend at least the next hour. If I choose to stay up either doing this or scrolling on my phone and looking at highlights and absorbing the amount. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I don't want to, or, or go to the press conferences. I don't want to watch a press conference at one forty-five in the morning. No, okay? but guess who, guess who doesn't want to be there at one forty-five in the morning. Talent. No, no one does. And this is this goes out to not just them, but indie wrestling in general. Hey, guys, guess what? Fans don't want to sit through three and a half hour shows. They don't want 17 matches on the damn card. They don't want seven ladder matches and three hardcore matches and six tag matches. We don't want it. We want to go get it in, get out two and a half hours. Bang, bang, boom, go and get back to the hotel, fall asleep because you have to get up at six in the morning for a damn flight anyway. So listen, I agree with you, Nick. 100% agree with you that this this new concept that they got going in the last like year or so. Yeah, beautiful. Saturday's three-hour show and leave you all Sunday to pump out all your friggin' media. They know what the fuck they're doing. They know the that. Sh- Let me but tell then, you, this yeah, might be controversial, man, but I think Nick Khan might be one of the best things to happen in professional wrestling in a long time. I mean, it's, I, <laughs> WWE has been as better as I think it's, it's bu- ever it was been bumpy at first, time. but I think this guy gets it. He get and he's not even a wrestling guy but he gets entertainment he gets right. right and like uh, and guess what i watched monday night raw i normally don't watch monday night raw oh my god you have a wrestling podcast no i don't have fucking three hours brother a fucking no, monday to sit no, there if 90 percent of the show sucks but if mm-hmm. but if 80 percent of the show is good i'll sit there and i'll watch it. i'll have it on in the background i'll tune in and make sure that i'm tuned in when i need to tune in i ain't dumb i know top of the hour all that bullshit i know when the fuck i gotta tune in. i got kids all right so shut the fuck up out Thank there you. if you got yep. any issues with me brother okay but listen get back to the show Women's war games match. Thought it was awesome. Thought the ladies were great. Good. Yeah. Great spot by EO. EO great, great spot by EO Sky with the trash can. Obviously, that's something that they'll always they'll always have. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously all these, all those women are great. So it's, they were going to put on a good match regardless. Um, you can make the case, like, do we need two war games matches every year, you know, and on the same show, it is what it is. I think the, the women, the WWE is the best women on the planet and they can make, they can make it work. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough order, man. Like, it, you know, it's, it's a physical match. You're asking mm-hmm. them to do a lot and make it look credible. Um, the other key takeaway I have from it is Rhea Ripley, Jesus Christ, she is just such a star. And oh, like, mean she is just anytime she dude, her entrance, man. Everything she her does. Her vibe, her aura, her style, her look, her delivery on the microphone now. She is to me the number one female in all of professional. Oh, wrestling. yeah. No, I think there's not there's no one, there's no one close. And I and that's and that's not even a shot to anyone. She is just that much head and shoulders above everybody right she is now. on now though she's just on she's just she's great in the ring her uh, presence mannerisms credibility she's figured it out she's figured it out her and we say it a lot like finding the voice finding your character she's figured it finally figured it out yeah right? man and and the she's putting it all dude. together and look this show didn't even have ellie knight on it it didn't even have roman on it it didn't have uh, jimmy uso on it no logan paul wasn't on it logan paul wasn't on it they don't need it man they're so stacked and guess what less is more less Mm -hmm. is more don't don't i'd rather not see la night than you stuff in another 20 minute match that i gotta sit there as i really want to just wait to the main and see if cm punk's gonna show up um, speaking of other matches, the Miz, Gunther, Gunther told a Very good story. Good. Mm-hmm. Same stuff. Miz can be a baby face one day. Wouldn't surprise me if he's a shit eating heel, you know, two weeks from now. Wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me. Whatever they ask the guy to do, he does. Um, what other matches we had? Uh, there was the Dragon Lee match, you know, for what it was, good match, you know. Get me invested though. I gotta be more Which invested. Match? Exactly. Yeah, Dragon Lee. Versus Escobar. That was a match. Oh no, it wasn't. It was. I thought it was Carlito. Was no, it Dragon Lee? It was I Dragon. missed this. I missed this one. I didn't yeah. see it. Dra- I didn't oh, yeah. you, ben was driving. Driving. I missed one. Yeah, Dragon Lee got subbed in for Carlito. Something happened. I don't know. Um, but something oh, happened. Okay. And you know, to me, I guess you could have one of like the the wrestling match on the card and enjoy it. If that's yeah, they're what ta- you they're talented enjoy, guys. They're talented that's guys. fine. But really that was the entire show. The show was great. Obviously Randy Orton returned that mother effer looks. Oh looks, man. This is the best Woo. shape he's been in since he was on the legit gas, but that was like in his twenties. Yeah, well, well, I'm, well we're, he we're might, not. you know, he's on the gas <laughs> now. Too. What I'm saying is when he was on the gas in the twenties, he had a different figure. He was leaner. Yeah. He had more of the V. No, he now was, he's just a cool. big bastard. Like he's thick ripped. And just like, he has like, no, at the, you know, you could tell uh, he, he looks like, great. And you can well, just you got tell the gills. You got the Kurt angle gills. He's, he's like, and, and like in his mannerisms, you can just tell like, you know, like, I'm just going to go have fun for the rest of my career. Like, you know, it's just kind of like a, w- what else do I need to do? What else? He's also the biggest guy in the ring. He's bigger than Drew. McIntyre. I know. Isn't that wild? I didn't realize though? that. Isn't that wild like, that Randy Orton's not the biggest guy? If you ask me right now, you said, how tall is Drew McIntyre, right? Like you said 6'5", and he is 6'5", right? He's about 6'4". Yeah, oh, I mean, I, I met I met him. I towered over him, no big deal. But he um, he's about he's about 6'4". But if you right? asked me, right, just the persona of Drew McIntyre, I'd be like, oh, he's 6'8", you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But he's not. No, Randy he's not. Orton's bigger than everybody. Yeah, Randy Orton's, I think, is a shoot 6'5". 
Yeah. Like, oh, like there's the six, five and there's people say oh, you're six, five, you know? Yeah. Like, and I don't know any of that. I'm five, nothing. Uh, you know, no, but Rand, I, but I, when we speak about perfect looking professional wrestlers, I mean, I think Rand, Randy Orton will always be number one in everybody's eyes. Just like, as smooth. It was so nice to see him. And dude, you know, what's funny, man. He should be world champion, but I mean, of course, but does he need it? Exactly. Yeah. He, he might he not even want it. He's like, you know, yeah. how old Randy Orton is. How old is Randy? Orton? He's 43. 40 fucking three, man. Randy Orton's only five years old. He could wrestle. Jericho's 53, still wrestling. The only issue that will hold Randy back is the physical, is like the back. So I know it's bad. All those RKOs aren't that. It's not easy, folks. He's been doing them for 20 years. That move, the jumping, falling on your back, it hurts. It hurts. It all hurts. It's the only thing that'll hold him back. Besides that, guy can keep going for another 10 years easy easy i think he said it but we'll see if it happens now you know what's funny go ahead ahead. randy orton's 43 damian priest is 41 which not many people know that damian priest is he's me he's worked the indies forever he seems new and obviously he he is looks like he has the miles on him though so is la Knight. la Knight's 40 la Knight's 40 40. i mean freaking aj styles is like you know he's 46 you know yeah about that 45 46 yeah these guys got time man the new age new time and age you look at 40 it's the same the 80s 40 is just not old anymore you can still operate at a high level look at me i'm 38 i look i met Great. I met Eric Bischoff this weekend, which I marked out big time for. I don't mark out for many people, but I met, marked out for Eric Bischoff and I marked out for Violent J. But I, when I met Eric Bischoff, he's like, how old are you? And I was like, you yeah, know, I'm 33. And he's like, oh, come on, 33. And he's like, you're young. You're fine. You're a child. You're, you're a child. Like, I look hey, at you young. young. You're, you're, you're a child. And I'm like, well, that's he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, no, this, ain't, this ain't the 80s and the 90s anymore. 33 ain't. Like, that's like you're on your way out. He's like, nowadays, no, I keep yourself in shape. You're right. Doing. And you could, Ben, you could be literally on Raw in seven years from now and just be in LA's LA night spot. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, think LA about night. that. Like, you're bigger mm-hmm. than LA. Yeah. I am bigger. bigger. Yeah. Um, last yeah, thing I want to, last thing I want to bring before we wrap up, other chatter that was online this week was CM Punk's promo on Raw. Thank you, Ben. I almost forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. So let's talk about that before we wrap up. You want me to go in on it? I do. Because you know I like to rant. Yeah, please. Let me pop the collar for this one. I've had enough rants. You go with your... your for those of you yours. on YouTube, I just popped my collar. No, for those of you on audio, I just popped my collar. Listen here, you dumb, stupid marks. <laughs> you idiots. You ungrateful people out there. You're so damn ungrateful. The wrestling audience, the IWC, whatever you want to say. The man gives you a moment of all moments. He returns, whether you like him or you don't, he returned back to WWE, something he said he would never do. He comes back, brings Survivor Series to the top of the heap when it was a cast-off pay-per-view for so damn long. He comes back in Chicago to one of the biggest pops you will ever hear in your life. Made chills. I still get chills thinking about it. One of the best moments you'll ever see. He's back in WWE. It's the perfect moment with the perfect cast of characters up and down the roster. You're, we're all agile for the entire day. Trending, videos, talking about it, talking to your friends, calling your buddy up, saying, hey, CM Punk, did you see that? Oh my God, did you see that? And not less than 24 hours later, because you didn't get a dirt sheet bullshit wink to the camera, I'm going to eviscerate and just you know, pull the hood up and just tell all the dirty secrets and all the dirty lies and call out Seth Rollins by name. Just because you didn't get that and you didn't get everything that you wanted, you call him PG Punk and you say, this isn't the CM Punk. He's Um, washed, doesn't want to be there. Fuck 
You do. Yeah, thank you. Suck. Mm-hmm. You all suck. You're the absolute worst. The guy's a professional. He knows exactly what he's doing. And if he gave you 110 miles an hour on Monday Night Raw, guess what you'd be saying two weeks from now? Oh, he came out hot, but now he's slowing down again. He just doesn't care anymore. He got his money. You suck. He doesn't suck. You yep. suck. You are the problem. And I'm saying it on this show, dressed like this, because you, me, Taylor Swift, I'm not the problem. It's you, you dumb fucking Mark. Yep. What do you no, they, I mean, I, I don't know what else I can add to that because you, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Listen, he knows what he's doing. And here's the thing that you're, you're always taught. You're always taught you don't punch down. And this is not a hot take. WWE is above AEW, and it is what it is. What are they going to get out of CM Punk going out there and starting talking shit about AEW? What does that get them? Absolutely nothing. All it does, and they know it, all it does is they say the name AEW, more people start like, what's that? And they wa- and they watch it. They're not watching it already. You don't punch, you don't punch down. Or you don't tune and that's to not, AEW and, to see and if I'm, anyone replies. Ex- exactly. And I'm not, I, I it, this is this is the business side of it. This is the business side of it. Yeah, we know AEW, the guys on AEW, they take shots at WWE. When Punk was there, he took shots at WWE. That's all well and good. Triple H, Nick Khan, we're not corporate shills here, but we get it. You know, we ain't corporate. We're always all about the business, though. You know, that's that that's the moniker I have, but it's true. They are about the business, and they know that there is no reason for their guys to go out there and talk about AEW. I think it's happened maybe once or twice, and I remember it when Sami Zayn said the name AEW one time in a promo. One time. That might have been one of the only times it's ever been mentioned on WWE TV. What is the point of Punk going out there and eviscerating AEW? There is absolutely no point. The only people, the only person I should say that I, it makes sense to mention even WWE on the program is MJF because it's part of his character. It's part like of his, his shtick, exactly. His shtick, his, his shtick, his character. Like it's based off of like, I will fucking leave if WWE wants me. But like for how everyone many, else, it just does not work. Exactly. Like how how many of these like promos are we going to hear about like, I came from the from the other place and it sucked because they didn't like wrestling and I love wrestling and I'm done with these dumb promos. Like this isn't interesting anymore, man. Like, I, like okay, you you left, you you fired or you left and you went somewhere else. Fine. Like we don't need the same storyline promo character for every person that leaves WWE. Has has Keith Lee had a moment he had with DiJack at, uh, at NXT that match that they had? No. no has he had a moment when he was in the ring when Brock? Put him over by going big boy. No, no, right? Dude. Like, and that's, and that's just a fact. Work. We're not even trying to be political. That, no. That's a fact. Like that's just a fact. And like so, it's you know what? Like I'm happy with what he did. And he looked at that last thing. He knows he looked right at the camera. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And he knew what he was doing. And he said it off the mic, right into the camera to everybody at home, because he knows what's gonna. Because these guys get it. They know that's gonna take off on social media. He know he knows exactly what he's doing. So CM relax, Punk everyone. Is, relax. CM Punk is a master of invoking re, re, of emotion, mm-hmm. and he's a master to of getting people talking about him. Triple H said it in the press conference. He's like, you like him or hate. I mean, love him or hate him. People talk about him, and that's all that's important. Nothing else is. And they've been chanting his name legitimately for nine years. nine years, a decade. Yep. And you know what? At this point, I just got to throw up my hands and say, listen. If CM Punk's on my TV, 
I'm, I'm watching. I'm happy. I'm happy if I like him or hate him, I'm watching it. So Ben, I like the I like this episode. I had a lot of fun fun. talking about this. We got some stuff off of our chest. Yes. What I want to do is put some stuff in front of you guys. I want to put some stuff in front of you. I want to put our shit because I want to get our shit in. Ben, what do you Mm -hmm. got going on? Plug yourself and let's roll. Yes, nothing. So I just came back from WrestleCade, folks. Great weekend. Networked really good. Really big networking weekend. Got in that brother royal, the old brother battle royal at WrestleCade. Walked the, the most, big ramp at WrestleCade, brother. The I'm most the co- big time, brother. The most Ooh. coveted spot in all the, Ooh, uh, the big bro- Yeah, Violent J won that won that battle royal. So I was in a match with Violent J. I can say that. That was pretty cool. Good for you. Uh, Vampiro was also in that match. I had no idea it was him. He didn't have the makeup on. I, did not re- I was working him over in the corner at one point. I found out after it was Vampiro. Uh, stopping so, him, Mart Hall. Just, I was. I was stopping him. <laughs> hey, kid, <laughs> hey, kid, get up. I want to hit you with my meatball. I was like, you ready to get eliminated? He goes, no, not yet. I'm like, who the hell is this? Telling me not yet. <laughs> but Come no, over to your corner, kid. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, um, no, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. But uh, uh, coming up, um, really all I got, going to be brothering this weekend at Diamond Dallas Page's Christmas party, which I am going to, you know, big time. Yep, feel the bang. And then in two weeks, I will be in Chicago defending the WCPW Windy State Professional Wrestling Heavyweight title. The next day, making my return to Memphis Wrestling and Memphis Wrestling TV. So I will be there. And that is that's basically the year for me. That's closing out the year. Then I'm taking some time off, taking about a month off until we get it rolling again. What about you? You big trouble for me, ladies and gentlemen. Your boy is employed once again after being shown the door. He is employed. It only took me two months, but I am employed now. That's why we're we are doing this at night because I got a day job, folks. I actually work now. That that is that that's the reality of the Meat Bob Express. We we do a bunch of things. It ain't just this, brother. No, Chris Van Bleed off air access. If we did this full time, and me and Ben were like. Nah, <laughs> but we're so good people think we do it for so time. good but people think we get paid for this astronomical money if you would like to um if you would like to sponsor us you could hit us up at meatpop express at gmail.com but for me for ben follow ben at big trouble bb on all platforms you can follow me at nick of the good on all platforms find us follow us like us subscribe us do it all that you got to do leave a review if you Please. leave a review on apple or spotify and i remember to look at it i will read it live here and say your name out loud ben do you got anything else to say to these marks nothing else keep it truck and keep it positive and keep the shades on because the sun never sets on a cool guy later marks